morning, everyone. Welcome to Four Guys in the Comic. This is Red Skull, and we bring to you a special interview, none other than one of the founding fathers of Image Comics, the awe-inspiring Eric Larson. Eric, welcome to the show. Wow, thanks, guys. Nice to be here. We are so excited to have you on. And uh, basically, you know, we know we have uh, some of our new young readers out there, and we thought maybe you'd just go ahead and uh, start us off with a little induction of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, man. I, I've, I've been doing this a while. Um, yeah. I've been uh, writing and drawing. Well, Savage Dragon has been what I've been doing mostly for the last 23 years. Although I've done Spider-Man and I've done... Jeez, everything. Dude, I know, it's like, what haven't you done? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, there's a whole list of stuff that I've done. Um, but most, most of the last 23 years or so, it's been mostly Savage Dragon, a little bit of other stuff here and there. I was writing Aquaman for a while, and writing Wolverine and Nova, and uh, drawing the Defenders, and drawing some more Spider-Man, and doing some Thor, and all over the board. So... I've been keeping busy. You have. You definitely have. You've been doing a lot. Actually, I think I have quite a bit of your collection sitting here right in front of me to boot. <laughs> All right. You hold on to that. That may be worth something. No, it, it already is, right? So what's up? What can I help you with, man? How can what? I serve you? Well, my gosh, so many questions. Where to begin? I want to get into this because this is something that I've been wondering since I heard that you were going to be on the show. Um you're like we were talking about you're one of the first people on image what was it like jumping onto image and being one of the smaller companies between the two titans at the time it's kind of an interesting time to be doing any of that stuff just because uh it was unexplored territory to a degree people had kind of talked about the idea of of wouldn't it be cool if all the best guys or all the big guys from these companies would all jump off and and do their own thing while they're at the top of their game. And that's sort of something that, that it it never really kind of came about. Guys certainly did independent comics on their own at some point, but almost always in the past it had been guys who were sort of past the, their prime in a way. You know, when Jack... Kirby was finally doing creator-owned stuff. It was, you know, really the, the tail end of his career when he was doing it. And it, just the idea that what would it have been like had he left Marvel in 1970 instead of going to DC, done creator-owned stuff, and brought John Romita and, and Gil Kane and Steve Ditko and, mm. you know, just the top guys at that point, what would that company have been like? Oh, or what it would it have been like if in the eighties uh, or late late seventies, early eighties, whatever that that it had been, uh, you know, Walt Simonson and Frank Miller and John Byrne and, and that group, what would that have been like if all those guys had jumped off and created their own company from the ground up? And that's kind of what we we did. Finally, uh, somebody did it, and that was us in the in the nineties doing our own. Thing. And it was it was a it's a good time to be had for sure. No, that was definitely groundbreaking. I'm so glad that you did it. I mean, so many great stuff has come out of Image already. <laughs> so many cool things. What I actually have been trying these days, trying to figure out, is 
you know, Image does have a lot of great titles, and and I but I can't figure it out. Maybe you would have the answer. Is how many Eisner Awards has Image brought home? I have no idea. <laughs> it's been a <laughs> lot. Yeah, it's that's that's outside of my uh, area of expertise. Oh, but, but it's, uh, it's been quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I mean, the, the, a lot of groundbreaking stuff. And then speaking of groundbreaking, you know. Um, now, Savage Dragon, from my understanding, that's the longest-running comic book to feature a single artist and writer. Does that still hold true today? Uh, it's probably the longest currently. I know that um, certainly when Dave Sim was doing Cerebus, he did that for, for quite a while. So he got 300 issues, which that would have been the longest. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting there. You're getting now, there. A bit. <laughs> Because you're up to what, uh, 208? I'm working on, yeah, I'm working on 209 right now. Yeah, 209, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're up there. That and, you know, Spawn, that's up there too. That's what, like a 257, yeah. I remember, if I remember correctly. 257 just yeah. came out. 258 yep. is heading off to the printer any day. Cool, cool. Now, speaking of Spawn, I understand that you're going to be taking over for that. I actually took over with 258, which is the next issue. Oh, so the next issue we see that you say is in the printer is going to feature Eric Larson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. And oh. I'm sort of gradually taking over. I'll be, um, I'll be writing it, too, here coming up. Mm-hmm. So sort of gradually working my way <laughs> into doing that. Uh, initially, um, initially, it's sort of stuff that Todd had set up that was already set in motion. So he sort of come into it with this, I want to do this Satan saga where they're down in hell and he's dealing with this, that, and the other thing. Sort of, sort of gave me the parameters of what he wanted to have happen down there. And I'm kind of wrong with that. Then after that, it just becomes kind of what I want to do, but he's, you know, it's still his character. So everything that's bounced off of him. So basically, he he set the parameters of what he wants you to maintain, but other than that, you have free will to go with what storylines you want. To to something of a degree, it's like, I, you know you go into stuff like that where it's not your character, with the understanding that it's not your character. Mm-hmm. So you just go, okay, I know, I'm I'm not going into some other kid's room and breaking all his toys. Yeah, you know? it's like all right, all right, I understand what I'm doing here. You know leave the room in better condition than when you found it sort of thing. <laughs> yep. You know, add more cool stuff, make things work better, mm-hmm. you know, rearrange the furniture, but don't wreck anything. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so um, how many uh, issues do you have storyboarded out right now? Do you have a, a nice uh, arc figured it's, out? It's not really an, an arc so much as it is uh, a direction and, and that uh, really the, the, it's it's a rebuilding process that I want to get into on in the book where um, I take the existing characters that are somewhat broken and uh, put a fresh coat of paint on them and make them more viable, add new characters into the mix, and just make it a more uh, functioning and cohesive uh, thing to be able to go forward and and be a more solid title mm-hmm. from from here on out. Um, you know, the character Al Simmons has kind of been out of the book for a while, and he was just recently brought back in, mm-hmm. and kind of a bit of a, 
I don't know. I wouldn't call it a fumble, but at least the the ball looked like it could leave somebody's hands, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. like, All right, can, can we can we get these, this to to work in a way that that is just a, a better direction for for everybody? I don't know. I, I I'm not really sure where they were going with it, but mm-hmm. I, I have an idea where I'm going with it, and I think it will be. A solid, funny book when all is said and done. Cool. Awesome. Cool. So you seem like you were excited to be able to, um, I guess, work with Spawn. Was it something that you ever thought you would do? Um, it's you know I've known Todd for thirty plus years, so we've we've gone back quite a ways. I've known him for really a, a, a real long time, and we've kind of talked things back and forth. Uh, throughout that time and during different periods on the book, uh, we've, we've bounced ideas off each other. And so there's been some things that I've kind of added or suggestions I've made that have been implemented during the course of the running of the title already. So I kind of feel like I'm, I've already got something of a insider's point of view coming into it to know like what he likes and what would work and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it is one of those things where I keep kind of keeping an eye on it. And when other people would do the book kind of go, eh, I don't think that's the direction that you go in. And, and so I kind of in, in this thing where he's kind of been going after guys to do the book and having them do it. And he hasn't really had a whole lot of guys coming to him saying, I want to do the book. Um, so I think this is a somewhat different situation for him that he's actually been approached by somebody going, look, I want to do this book and I want to make it into something more than what it is. Um, and I think that's something to have somebody who's coming to it with that kind of an attitude rather than a guy who's been talked into doing the book who may not necessarily come to it with a lot of ideas of what they want to do with it. <laughs> I was going to ask you, you know, with Savage Dragon, you know, you've done a lot of crossovers with him, like Superman, Hellboy. I think you also did a Teenage Mutant Turtles one, if I remember correctly. Couple. Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think you'll be doing any crossovers uh, between Savage Dragon and Spawn? <laughs> I, I would think eventually, uh, but not right away, because mm-hmm. I, I think what I need to do as soon as possible with Spawn is is kind of get his world a little more better established before I start doing things like having him crossover with other titles. You know, at this point, the character is in hell, so I can't really have, you know, Malcolm just kind of show up and go, hey, you know, that's a little more thought through than that. Um, so that so I, I expect eventually, but again, it's it's kind of you know how do you how do you coordinate those th- sorts of things? There's there's two different titles, uh, so what that what that entails is is you know t- that Todd's going to be involved on one of them, and then I'm doing the other one myself. I don't want to have a situation where the wrong one comes out first. So mm. it's just, just a little bit of coordination that has to go yeah. on. Cool. That's, that's going to be keeping you busy now. I mean, you're what, if I understand, you're the, the chief financial officer for Image. 
Yeah. 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 You know, writer, which artist, is, which husband. Like, it's not like a huge, huge amount of work. That's that's most of the titles at Image are, are more ceremonial than they are uh, the actual. You know, it's not like I'm sitting in an office and and going over stuff. There's we, we've got people who who do that sort of thing. You got the um, title, and you just give it to your assistant. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've we you know, we got an office full of people actually do the work that needs to be done um and we're, we're there as a, a a governing body that can be called in when needs to be in it and we do have uh meetings from time to time where we where important things are settled on uh so that does happen but it's it's not like i'm i'm sitting here with this pile of paperwork that i need to tackle mm-hmm. in addition to all this funny book stuff which is good because I get I don't have that much free time to be able to do all that other stuff. It was that's kind of how I was trying to lead into. You got all this stuff going on. How do you balance your time? How do you get all this stuff together? It's just I mean, really, you just have to focus on doing the work you're trying to do and and uh, not get bogged down in other stuff. There's just it's I think most of the reason that people don't get their books done on a regular basis is they're just too busy doing other things. Mm -hmm. You know, when you actually sit down, you can do the work relatively quickly. It's not like it's, it's, it's not, it's, it's time consuming, but not difficult. (laughs) Particularly, you know, after a while you just kind of get the hang of, Oh, okay. I need to do this in order to do that. Um, so I can, I can make that stuff work. Uh, so it's just a, just a matter of, of doing the work. Yeah. And that just means, you know, don't sit there and play video games. <laughs> well, well, okay. That's actually, that's what I wanted to ask you too. You know, when you're not busy working, what does Eric Larson do on his off time? Uh, I don't have off time. <laughs> you don't have I mean, I've got, I've got, You know, I've got a wife. I've got kids. Um, and so, you know, during, during weekend time, there's always just stuff that, that needs to get done. And so you do do the stuff that needs to get done. It's, it's not like you're, you're not able to go to movies or, or uh, ball games or whatever else you want to do. It's just um, when it's work time, you got to go, get your work done. But I don't, I, I don't have like, there's not like some weird other stuff me where I'm like, oh, and I also do this other crazy thing that takes up all sorts of time. I don't really have all sorts of time. My hobby has been doing comics. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, okay. So what you like to do is also what you do. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm sitting there with free time, I'm sitting here reading comics instead of drawing them. Like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, yeah. Well, actually, you know, I have I have one question I typically ask my uh, uh, people that we interview is, you know, what do you keep in your short box? I know you probably don't have time to read, but I bet you have a box at home other than your own stuff. <laughs> um, that, no, I, I keep uh, Jack Kirby comics uh, within close proximity all the time. <laughs> and then there's, there's an awful lot of stuff that I just am... I'm reading just because it's like I, I I know I should be reading this and and it's 
either supposed to be good or it actually is good. And so I'm constantly, you know, I go to the comic store still once a week and, and kind of dabble and stuff. A lot of stuff I do, I'll just, I'll, I'll buy it because somebody's working on it whose work I like. And I'm more of a guy who follows creators than, than books necessarily. But, you know, if a new Hellboy comics come out, I'll, I'll buy it. If Chris Pacello is drawing something, I'll buy it. If Roberto Ramos is drawing something, I'm there. You know, just kind of follow a, a number of different artists mm-hmm. that are on here and there. So, Are there any uh, books that are um, about to come out that you're excited for? I, I don't know. I'm sure there are. I'm just... <laughs> I'm, Nothing specific, not right? Just, it's... You know, I find out about new image comics when there's when solicitations are written. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when I not even then I find out about it sort of after the fact. I don't even get previews, so <laughs> it's, it's really just you know I get the comp box and the mail, and it's like, oh crap, this is coming out. Cool. You know, it's not necessarily something where I know way ahead of time what we're doing. So there's a lot of surprises here. All right. Well, I, we've been talking a lot about the noun stuff, and we're going to talk about the future soon, but I want to talk a little bit about your past. Um, how exactly did you get your foot in the door in the comic world? Um, when I was very young, I drew comics for my own enjoyment. Um, so I started drawing comics when I was in, like, fifth grade and just kind of just kept doing it forever. And then at one point... When I was like 19, I had drawn a story that I had intended for a, a comic that was coming out through Charlton Comics called Charlton Bullseye. And they had had sort of this novel idea of just doing this book where they wouldn't pay anybody anything, but they'd publish it and you'd get to keep the copyright on your character and it would it would just be this thing that, that could be used for people to kind of get stuff in print. So I'd done a story for that, and they told me sort of well, that the book had been canceled, so I had it. I had the story drawn, and that was sort of my start. I, I, I self-published a fanzine with a couple of pals and just put my story and got it in print and then sent it to anybody who would pay any attention, anybody who could do any kind of reviews or anything like that. And several people did review it in the comics buyer's guide. And then a few people bought it through the mail who wanted to start their own comic book companies. So my very earliest start was with a guy named Gary Carlson, who was uh, publishing a book called Megaton. And Gary was, uh, he was located in, in Illinois, Elston, Illinois. And uh, that was my first thing was for this book called Megaton. I did, we co-created a character together called Vanguard and, that was it. And once I'd done that, then it was just, you know, you have something to show the next guy. And that's kind of the, the process of breaking into comics and, and just working your way up the food stream. And that, you know, you just kind of go, okay, I've got this one thing that's established here. And then I can work up and do the next thing and then do the next thing and, and stuff like that. So it's just a matter of, of, um, just jumping from one thing to the next and, and hopefully getting 
getting better jobs and and stuff like that. Yeah. I met Jim Shooter really fairly early on, a couple of years after I started doing the Megaton stuff. I met him at a Chicago comic book convention, and he had, I we had corresponded through the through the mail on that, and and uh, so he was familiar with my name, and at that point I was semi-professional doing some stuff and he gave me a, a break doing a um a thor story a thor versus the hulk story which mm-hmm. was a kind of an inventory job that that sat around for a few years before it saw print but those were some great samples to be able to show other people you know because it's like oh that's real guys doing real stuff this isn't just something you cobbled up on your own and that's that's the best is just to really be able to have some samples. Once one person gives you a break, it's it's much easier to get the next gig, knowing that that that, that guy's gonna actually get his act together and actually do the work. That's always a big unknown for when you're dealing with new people. But finding out that oh, this guy's actually capable of drawing a twenty-page story, and all the pieces are there, and he's making some kind of deadline. Oh, this guy took a chance on him. Okay, that makes it easier for me to take a chance on you. You know, and so that was I had this Hulk versus Thor story, and I showed that around, and that got me uh, a fill-in issue on Spider-Man fairly early on, and uh, I wrapped up uh, a book called The DNA Agents that was running at Eclipse Comics, and. And then, and then that was my first kind of real regular gig that I was paid sort of okay money to do. <laughs> you know, sort of like the, the real, real early stuff. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, you're getting minimal pay, and you're not able to pay your bills or anything like that. You're just sort of like, well, I guess I'm professional, but getting fifteen dollars a page, and considering the time I'm putting into this, this really isn't you know, financially worthwhile thing to do. Uh, but after, you know, once you, once you start getting some regular decent work, then it's like, Oh man, I could actually make a living doing this. If I, if I play my cards right and if my expenses are low enough. And at that point they, they were. So, uh, that was, that was really the move to make. And after I had enough money saved up, then I, I actually moved from the town I had been living in down to San Francisco and rented my own apartment. And that was, that was really like, look, I've moved away from home. I'm not a kid. Yeah, I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> I've made it. I, and I had, you know, enough money saved up that I could pay six months of rent. And I was feeling pretty good about myself, but that helped. Yes. Now, kind of circling back, you know, you're talking about how, you know, the importance it was, you know, giving those new artists or writers a break. You know, it kind of seems to me like that's one thing that Image uh, does quite a bit more than uh, the big two. It seems like you guys do give a lot of more breaks to some of the new newbies that are out there. Well, we, we try. It's, it's really just depends on, on what we're being pitched because um, we don't necessarily know who is out there or or what's what, you know, so that they kind of have to come to us and say, I want to, I want to do this. And, and it's, it's worked out really well. Uh, and we're also getting guys who, who 
do their first book and it's through us and then they'll go and and feel like they want to be a quote unquote real professional and go do something someplace else mm. and then they do that and then they come back again you know because it's like oh okay i i like as fun as it is to do spider-man it's a lot more fun to call your own shots and yes. do whatever you want to and really create a universe from the ground up yeah um and so we've got that too how many submissions do you guys typically see um it's it's a fair amount but most of it is not that good Mm -hmm. I mean, really, uh, a, a huge amount of it is is stuff that really should never see print. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's 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 the amateur hour for for a most the most part. And then there'll be every now and then you'll you'll run across a, a Jonathan Hickman in the mix. So it'll yeah. just be like, oh, here's somebody who's brand new who's never done anything before. Um, drawing his own stuff, writing his own stuff. And, and you just kind of go, all right, well, let's, let's run this up the flagpole and see if anybody so it. And yeah. then suddenly that guy becomes somebody because he was great. So was we, that's happened a few times. Uh, the, the Luna brothers also, they just, that was a blind submission as well. That went to them doing their own book and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Now I was wondering, is there any image titles out there that you'd just love to get your hands on and work with? That I would love to work with? Yeah, or do. <laughs> um, you know, for the most part, I'm doing my, my, my plate is full. I, I, I like enjoying stuff as a fan. You know, it's like uh, there's a lot of stuff that comes through image that I go, this is, this is beautiful, but it's not necessarily something I'm going, I, I want to draw this, mostly because I think the people who are – doing the book or doing a, a really good job with it. And so I, I would just like to be able to, to continue and so that I can read it as a fan, you know? I think like that Southern Bastards book is just freaking gorgeous. I love the way that thing is. Um, I Hate Fairyland is a great book. Nice. Um, this Run Love Kill book, I haven't read yet, but it's beautiful looking that Eric Canetti is drawing. Yeah. Um, I'm just kind of stacking those up. Until <laughs> I tell you, one of the current ones I'm really enjoying a lot right now is We Stand on Guard. I, you guys have got to push that to make that more than six issues. <laughs> well, it's, it's a lot of it is just what guys want to do. If they've got a story that they want to tell that has a, a finite ending to it, then, yeah. you know, tell the story that you want to tell. Not, a, not everything needs to be an ongoing book and if mm -hmm. if they're happy with it and, and it's successful and they want to do more they're certainly welcome to do more yeah i've been trying to reach out to brian to do more please do more <laughs> of course i haven't got any answers back but i'm really yeah. enjoying it really i do love it okay uh, we talked about what you like with other comics um if you could invite someone to come work with you on savage dragon do you have anyone that you would want to invite or maybe work on merc on it with in the future not, not Savage Dragon, though. No. no I, Savage Dragon is, is that's my book. It's your baby. That's, that's a book I just want to write pencil and ink myself. And okay. It, it's, mine. it's mine. I want to, I'm, I'm Charles Schultz on that one, you know? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. That's <laughs> <laughs> You know, there are certainly plenty of good people that, that have 
you know, that I love, that whose work I enjoy. Um, but I, I, I really do like to enjoy some things as a fan, you know, as much as I enjoy the Simpsons, I, I don't ever want to sit down and write and draw the Simpsons. It's like, I'm fine with enjoying that as a, as a reader. Yeah. I'm fine with enjoying Star Wars and Star Trek as a viewer. I don't need to do those. I don't want to sit there and draw Captain Kirk sitting in the, in that chair. It's like, you know what? We're, we're good. I had uh, posted in some of our um, social media rooms that uh, we'll be having an interview with you. And law, oh my goodness, I had got bombarded with questions like you wouldn't believe. Um, a couple of them that uh, I see repeating over again was one, and I don't know if you'd have an answer to this, but do you, do you know if Image has any plans to finish the Image United comic series? I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people were responding about that, and I, I was amazed by the amount of uh, responses we got on that. Uh, you know, I, I certainly w would like very much for it to be finished, but everybody's busy, yeah, and that makes that makes it difficult. Um, I've laid out issues four and five. There is no plot to six, so mm. I, I can't really start working on that uh, until that exists. Uh, and and as far as I know, nobody's sitting there working away on those on those issues. So until actual work starts Slowing down. going on that stuff, it's kind of a, a a dead comic. But right now, as much as I'd like it to be otherwise, but you know, it's 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 tough to get that going. It was, and I wish that wasn't the case, but it, it's it's been that way. Well, hopefully with luck and time, we'll see it uh, come back again. <laughs> yeah, well, right now, you know, it's like at this at this exact moment too. For me, it would be it would be tough to yeah. throw that on the heap. But uh, you know, I, at the same time, I I know that some of the other guys are have taken on work to so that they wouldn't be capable of working on it either. So it's like, oh man. So as much as I like that to be to be happening, it, it doesn't look like it will be happening anytime soon. All right. Well, there you go, <sighs> listeners. <laughs> There's your answer. <laughs> Sigh. Yeah. One of the other questions I saw a couple times repeating itself was, um, if there was any issue, is there any issue that you've done in the past that you'd just love to go back and redo if you could? Um, I, I'm not one who dwells in the past in that regard. Oh. So I, I, I kind of am, am, am much more interested in doing the next issue than I am in doing the one that's already been done before. Yes. You know, I don't even particularly care to do flashback scene. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, let's just, let's just carry on, you know, we don't need to revisit anybody's origin. Let's go. And what's, what's done is done. Is there anything else beyond uh, Spawn and uh, Savage Dragon that you should be, uh, we might be seeing you work on in the future here? Or is there any plans for you yourself maybe working on another project? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I know that I, that I bought the character Ant from Mario Gully. So at some point I'm going to be doing some stuff with, with Ant. But in the, the, the short term... I'm kind of busy, and so I've got a, a story that I've plotted out for that, but I'm 
I'm not in a point where I can sit down and and, and draw it right now just because I'm, I'm swamped. There's a couple other artists who have reached out to me who wanted to work with me on stuff, and so I'll probably be writing some stories for them, but it's kind of too early to say what that's going to be. Uh, it's just, you know, I'm keeping busy, but it's, it's tough at this point to say I'm going to do more when I can barely keep my head above water as it is. <laughs> yeah. Now you got a full plate. That you definitely do. Yeah, you know, it's like... Hey, I notice you're doing twice as much work as any person in the business. Would you like to do more than that? Yeah. yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. oh, you only have the uh, the one story idea going for Ant right now. I mean, I, I mean, it was something that I saw, but I didn't really know much about whenever I was researching you a little bit. But um, you think you're going to carry on with Ant for a while? Is it something that you want to make a long time? Yeah, I, I, um, but it's going to – it'll have to wait a little bit, you know, oh, until yeah. I'm kind of settled into a regular groove on on Spawn. You know, right now it's it's fairly early on in the process with that book, so I don't quite have the, the rhythm – that I really need to have in order to make that and Savage Dragon, you know, come out like clockwork. Um, oh, yeah. You know, you just have to sort of rhythm that you have with stuff. It's like I've been doing it where I'll, I'll do six issues of one and then four pages of another and then more here and back and forth and stuff. And it's like that's not always the most efficient way of doing anything. You know, it's better – for me, if I can find some way of getting in some kind of a groove and then just kind of falling ass and getting that done. Right, right. And I mean, it, it has to be all about that rhythm. I mean, it, like you said, as much stuff as you're doing, it must be a lot of planning and a lot of restless hours into the night and the morning, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a lot of that. And, and there's, you know, just a lot of brain work that goes into a lot of this stuff. Um, and early on on anything, when you're starting something new, there aren't a huge amount of long-term plans immediately. Um, you know, just like when I started Savage Dragon, I wasn't sitting there going, yeah, and then 23 years later, you're not going to believe. You, you know, you just start with something fairly minimal, and then your your plans just start stacking up as you're working on the book. So it's like you may sit there and go, okay, I've drawn my first issue, but I've now plotted my first five issues. Now I've drawn my second issue and I've got plots up through issue 10. Now I've drawn my third and I've got the plots up through issue 15. And eventually you sit there and go, okay, well, I've got sort of not necessarily specific ideas of what's going to be in issue 216 and 235 or whatever, but you, in, in very broad terms, have ideas of where you're, where all these different pieces are going and where you're taking the whole thing as, as a unit along, you know. Yeah, you want to think of the long term. Doing, yeah, you know, it's like on, on Spawn, I'm sitting here going, okay, I know in the immediate future, we've got this four-part Spawn in hell, Satan, Wanda's there, you know, just sort of everything that's there that needs to be dealt with and that needs to be all 
wrapped up with a nice little bow at the end of it. And then it's like, okay, and then after that, what are you going to do and who's going to be in that and how are those all, all those pieces going to be put into place? So while you're working on one finite chunk of stuff, you know, you need to do the other part of it. There's some bubbling going on there where you're thinking stuff through as to where that's going to be and how that's going to work. I'm getting there. Sounds like it. So it's it's you know fun times ahead and fun times now, but it but right now it it's just takes a little bit more concentration to be able to get all those pieces in motion and and, and get it all working. Okay, I want to ask one more spawn question. I think we're probably going to wrap it up here soon. But all right, for the spawn issue that's coming out that you're working on, is it going to be like a Okay, could a new reader jump into the Spawn series there and be okay with not much of the backstory that happened previously? Are they going to have to read back several issues to understand what's going on with 259? Uh, 258 is my first, and they should be fine. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Really, really with, with anything... You generally speaking with with the comics I work on, you don't need to have read anything prior. I will give you the pieces you need in order to understand this the issue that you're reading. You know, it's sort of like meeting anybody new. You you may meet somebody new for the first time. You don't immediately know their backstory. You don't know what what the deal's going on with them. You don't, you don't know what's happened to them as a kid or, or whatever. But when you meet somebody for the first time, you come in there with no information and you, you find out what you need to know as you need to know it. You know, it's like, Oh, it's mother's day. Did you call your mom? Oh, I can't call my mom. Oh, what's going on with your mom? Oh, my mom's in jail. It's like, Whoa, Hey, what's going on with that? And it's when it becomes relevant, is suddenly introduced to you and you get everything you need to know from that individual prior to that you might not need that information you know and yeah. so that's kind of how it is with comics we pick up this story where uh you know spawn is just walked through this tunnel and that and he's going down towards hell and you know the first issue is basically coming out the other end going, well, here I am. What's all this? Demons? Well, let's, let's find it out. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so it's like, all right, this is a, this is a big brawl. I've been fighting a uh, pile of demons. So it's like, okay, that's, that's a fun time had. Do you need to know who all these guys are and be introduced to them by name? No, not at all. Um, you're just getting a, a cool brawl out of that. And then as you, as we go towards the next, bunch of stuff you are given the information you need you know it's like oh wanda's down here well who's wanda well wanda was his wife and she died blah 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 blah. and it's like okay now i know who she is i know who the good guy is i know what their relationship is i know what he's trying to do take it you know that sort of Mm -hmm. thing and and as the series goes on you'll get those things introduced to you and you'll be spoon fed as it as it you need to be in any book you should need to have read the whole thing i guess i you know really if we're doing our jobs as creators 
you should be able to jump into most anything. And even if you're a little confused, that confusion shouldn't last more than a, more than a couple issues. And then you're suddenly into it. You know, if, if anything else, it's, if it's incomprehensible, it'll at least be intriguingly incomprehensible. And, you know, given a couple issues, you'll be up to speed on what you need to be up to speed on. And as other stuff is introduced, you'll get introduced to that. So, because I'm excited for it. I've actually just gotten yes. back into Spawn recently, and so I'm like, hey, this sounds like a good idea. Let's get into this. No, it'll, it'll be cool. It's some cool stuff. It's, and it's a lot of stuff that um, you haven't seen in the book before. And then once we're coming out the other end, there's going to be just a lot of cool stuff coming up. So I'm really excited about it because it kind of – has the book going off in a direction that it, that it really hasn't been in in a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and eventually it'll be much more of, uh, of a superhero book than it has been in a while, which, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, there's going to be actual, actual villains doing actual villainous stuff and mm-hmm. good guys trying to battle the forces of evil. That's cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing what Todd does with this stuff as I, as I give it to him. We're kind of working in it in an interesting way in that I'm, I'm, I'm supposed to be the penciler, but I'm, what I'm delivering to him is, uh, is actual inked stuff, but it's inked very linearly. It's, I just am, am inking it with a, with a kind of a dead marker. And so all the pieces are there and it's up to Todd to add rendering and add stuff to, to, kind of give it a more three-dimensional look. And so he's, he does all of his inks digitally. I do all my stuff traditionally. So it's just kind of neat because you've got this original art, which looks one way, and then you've got the printed page, which looks something else. But it's just kind of neat to see it all come together in, in a very different, unusual kind of way. I'm happy. Bottom line. <laughs> well, it'll be interesting to see what it looks. I mean, like initially, and then to see what it looks like six months from now, once we're kind of more uh, used to working with each other and seeing how these how we work together. You know, I'm excited for it. I'm gonna say that. Yeah, same here. It's gonna be cool. Really, really looking forward to it. Well, Eric, it looks like we're about out of time, unfortunately. I think we can we keep going on forever, but uh, <laughs> we are going to uh, have to wrap it up. Okay. Um, well, it's been great uh, talking with you guys. Oh, yeah, man. It's and, been a blast uh, talking with you, man. It has, been, it has been fun. All right. Thanks again for tuning in to Four Guys in a Comic. That was our special guest, Eric Larson. Be sure to check out his work with Savage Dragon and his new stuff in Spawn coming out. Be sure to check out Four Guys in a Comic on fourguysinacomic.com. We also have a Facebook page and a Twitter that you can check out with reviews and facts. This is Rusty Surfer, and I'll check you later.